Welcome to the Online Course Masters Show, where you learn how to create, publish, and promote your own online courses. I'm your host, Phil Ebener. As always, I'm with Jeremy Deegan, and we're excited to talk about launch day strategies. We're going to be going over the list of things that you should be doing whenever you launch a new course. As always, visit Online Course Masters for show notes to watch the video version of this episode and to view an archive of all of our other episodes with many, many guests and really a complete rundown of what you should be doing to create and publish your courses. And and right now, take a moment, get out your phone, wherever you're listening to this, hit that subscribe button. And if you can, just leave a rating or a review of the show. That really helps us out. So Jeremy, back in the hot seat, how are things going with you today? Uh, doing really good. Uh, it's the middle of uh, July. It's the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, was just thinking that, you know, Black Fridays are on the corner, which is a big sales day on the Udemy platform. And then the holidays and then Christmas and then the new year. <laughs> <laughs> and time is never, ever slowing down. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to uh, ask you, um, well, I know what, what, what your big goal is for this year, but what are uh, what are some of the goals that you have for the rest of 2018? This is a good. I always like July because I feel like it's it's kind of like January 1st. It's a time to reassess what goals you made in January, mm-hmm. how, how they're doing, and then maybe set some new goals or mm-hmm. uh, reorient yourself. So so how are your goals going for this year and, and what are the goals for the rest of the year? So at the beginning of this year, every year I write a list of goals. I should actually bring up my goals list while we're talking about this. Um, I write a list of goals for the business and I include a couple of personal goals as well. Um, but I feel like this year I I usually am pretty conservative with my goals, like in terms of revenue, in terms of growing my YouTube channel, growing like my website and I usually hit those goals. And so this year, I feel like I put, I had some more stretch goals, which I don't know if I'm going to hit. I would love to. But like on YouTube, my stretch goal was to hit 150,000 subscribers on YouTube this year. I don't think I'm going to do that. But I think I'm going to hit 100,000, which is really exciting. Um, and in terms of the website, I had a goal of getting 100,000 monthly vid- site visitors every month. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that, but it's staying consistent and growing. It's it's more than 50,000 a month now. Um, so there's lots of little goals like that that I would like to continue to work on. And that kind of all just kind of happens organically as I put out more content. But one of like the things I really want to like see with having the kids and taking off a couple months just to help around the house and really put the business on autopilot with my assistants and with all of the batch recording and episodes and YouTube tutorials and articles I've done is just to really see like what what is like what how is the business going to run without me there and like Mm -hmm. I think it'll be like I I mean my goal my hope is that it just continues to go it continues to actually increase and revenue increases and everything like that um and so i really want to see like okay how maybe like in the future i can step back a little bit and and work less because i do put usually 40 hours into the business every week but once the kids are here past the first few months i'm hoping to decrease that to maybe 20 hours a week or something Mm -hmm. for a while anyways um until they're in school or something i don't know 
but really one of my goals is just to see like how does the business run without me and assess what I want to do with the business after that so I don't know that's just something I've been thinking about lately but what about you what do you have any goals in mind for the rest of the year I asked this question. I should have been thinking about my goals, but I was listening to you and not thinking about mine. Um, no, I I want to I want to get to a steady revenue stream of of what we would need for our uh, level of income and and living expenses. Because um, I I was doing really good um, two years ago, year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and then I kind of went through a slump last year. And I'm getting back on track now. So I'm creating new courses on the Udemy platform. I hope to have up, you know, a couple big courses by Black Friday. So hopefully generate some new sales for the new year. Um, I'm also, you know, working on the side business with my wife. Uh, we mentioned it in another podcast. If you check out the homebasehustle.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so working on that and just really trying to read, you know, really define like um, what it is that I'm going to teach and who I want to help. And, and narrow that search down. Um, in the past, it's always been kind of like a, a shotgun blast of just, you know, hopefully something sticks. <laughs> yeah. And some things have, which has been nice. But I really want to drill down a little more and, and get more oriented to, toward what I really want to do and who I want to help by the end of this year. But uh, hopefully uh, this is going to be a good year and um, hopefully we'll have a lot of good sales. I'm looking forward to Black yeah. Friday this year because I know Udemy has been doing a lot of discounting. So it'll be interesting to see if those numbers maintain how well they've done in the past or if yeah. they take a dip or stay constant. So, but yeah, just really trying to get that revenue up to uh, a nice comfortable income, um, and, and cost of living. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, you got to get those courses done. It's going to happen if you continue to put out more courses because you haven't Mm -hmm. put out a course in a while, right? It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, so it's been a minute. So you got to get those courses out there, especially before Black Friday. And yeah, we'll see what Black Friday ends up like. Um, I'm always cautiously optimistic of how it's going to go. And Mm -hmm. it it always surprises me. And so I keep waiting for the year where it's like, oh, well... (laughs) it was worse than last year or it was the same as last year, but it's always almost doubled or it's been a great increase from the previous year. So, you know, it's just waiting to see if that happens this year. And yeah, it's an exciting time uh, of year for online course sales, especially compared to right now where over summer things slow down and, you know, you have that like voice in the back of your head, like, what wait is Udemy like dying is it going away like why is my (laughs) revenue decreasing the past month but then August and September and October usually turn that around and it's like wow this is the best year ever but I don't know that's how it's been the past few years and we'll we'll see if it continues that that trend I'm I'm kind of excited because I feel like I'm flip-flopping from you where maybe you know you haven't had the kids and might might have a little more time to work a little more and uh, coming up soon, you're going to have to take a break from your business so that you can focus on your family life. I've done a lot of, you know, family focusing for the past, you know, seven years since I've, mm-hmm. my son's seven now. 
th- this is an exciting time for me because this fall will be the first time that both kids are in the same school at the same time. Mm-hmm. So in the past, they've always been in like different schools across town. I have to pick them up and drop them off at different times. And so it's been a little hard, uh, especially trying to do business because a lot of my time has been spent like, you know, dropping off kids, coming home for a little bit, picking them back up. Mm-hmm. But this will be the first time where I'm going to have five days a week, like eight hours a day to basically have to myself to work. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. So I'm really, I really want to stay motivated and, and get some courses published. Yeah. And, uh, that's a good lead in into today's topic yep. is once you have your course and if you go back and you listen to the season, we have walked everyone through the whole course process yeah. from outlining and scripting and recording and what equipment you should use and uh, how you set up your landing page, all these different things. We've talked about everything. So if you missed anything or you have a question, go back and listen to those episodes. They're really, it's a lot of good information. And now we've built our course. We have our images and promo videos and our copy and our lectures and our videos and everything's uploaded, ready to go. You hit the publish button and then, uh, then a million dollars comes rolling right in and you don't ever have to do anything again. And life is perfect. Yeah, that's, that's how it (laughs) works, right? You just, that's what Udemy's deal is. You put a course out there and you just make a million bucks, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. So, so what do we need to do? So to get those sales. Yeah. So we call this like launch day strategies. What I, I want to do is kind of just go through a list of all the things that I do on a typical launch. Um, we're going to dive into things like writing your promo, promo announcements, which is kind of similar to your emails uh, in the next episode. So we're not diving too deep into the individual things, but we're just kind of listing out all of the things that should be on your to-do list. So starting out with like all the, like the basics I would say that needs to be done when you launch a course is, well, I don't know how, okay. So, cause there's a lot of stuff that you might want to do before you actually, so let's back up before you, before your actual launch day, you have to get prepared. So you have to make sure that you have, um, you know, your course is published. It's approved by Udemy. It's, it's live on the site, set up, um, your, your coupon codes. So if you're doing a discount and we can talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but set up your coupon codes, create any graphics that you're going to be using in your promos. Um, You're going to be wanting to create videos and stuff. So there's a lot of prep that's going to come into play. Um, But in terms of launch day itself, the things that I do are I send out a Udemy promo announcement. I send out an email to my own email list I publish a blog article announcing the launch of the course. I publish a YouTube video announcing the launch of the course, which sometimes is just the same promo video that's on the Udemy page itself. I do my social media posts across all the platforms, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. And then I make sure that if on my website, I have the course listed on my course page. Uh, So if you have a website and you list all your courses, make sure that it gets on that page. Is there anything else that I'm kind of missing that is like bare minimum you should be doing um, when you launch a course? Anything you can think about? No, I I think you you hit them pretty well. I mean, it depends on what platforms you know you're using. If you're mm-hmm. podcasting, you might want to add something into your podcast. Yeah. 
Um, and, and going through and just making sure that you're just announcing this out. Now you could do like a, a little pre-announcement, let people know ahead of time mm-hmm. that you are going to be launching a course. Um, maybe yeah. not on you to me, but if you have your own email list, you can kind of get people hyped up about it beforehand. But yeah, I think you, I think you listed them out here pretty well. And uh, we can talk about, first of all, you know, a- assuming that you already have some courses on you to me, some things you could do, but I'd also like to talk about like the new student the new, or the new teacher mm-hmm. who doesn't mm-hmm. have anything. They don't have a, a Udemy student base already, mm-hmm. or maybe they don't have an email list. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this is going to be a little harder for someone like that because they don't have anyone to turn to to sell their courses to, and they have to become reliant either on the Udemy platform or elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so let's just kind of maybe go through these uh, one by one. Um, now the Udemy promo, you said we're going to talk to in in the next, um, podcast episode. So look out for that episode. That'll be a promo for, like you said, either to your, uh, Udemy email list or your own email list. We'll, we'll go in depth. Um, but basically the promo is just you sending out an email to your students and saying, Hey, I, I have a new course and, uh, you can maybe get a discounted coupon code for it, or this is what the course has in it. Mm-hmm. And we'll go through that on that next episode. So, so let's listen to that a little later on. The next one you have here though, is a blog article. So describe that. What do you mean by uh, putting it in a blog article and how can that help? So what I think is that like when, and this is kind of like the the this is like the basic premise of all of this is that once you launch a course how do people know about it people aren't going to know about it unless they magically or coincidentally are searching on udemy for your course topic and somehow your course shows up but that's probably not going to happen especially if you're in a using if you have a course that's in a niche that is saturated with lots of courses so the only way people are going to find it is if you tell them. And so if you have a website, putting out a blog article that announces the course, people might be subscribed to your RSS feed. People might just be visiting your site and it will appear at the top of your, your blog list. Um, depending on how you set it up, that, those blog articles might, might show up on your home page. But it's just one of those ways that people will find out about the new course. And what I usually do is I copy some of the sales page jargon, or sometimes it's almost exactly what I have on the sales page, but I put it in the blog article. For me, part of the reason I do this too is because every week I send out a newsletter that includes all of my latest blog articles to my subscribers. So this is different than the email to my list, but it's in addition that there's this newsletter that goes out. And so for people who miss that email announcement or, you know, saw it, but forgot about it, it's another option for them to, to see, Oh, Hey, here's the course is actually launched. And so I include the sales page info. I'll also embed the YouTube promo video. Um, so putting it all together on my site and that's searchable too, which is Mm -hmm. good. So that's searchable on your site. It's uh, searchable on Google. Perhaps your blog article will show up and your blog article is going to show up, you know, in Google in search, like longer than, you know, your emails that you send aren't going to be Mm -hmm. found on Google. So that's another important reason why you want to have it on your blog so that it's like there forever and people can find it. 
And something else you can do with a blog too is not only have a post regarding that course, but you could also insert that course into previous blog articles mm-hmm. that you have. Mm-hmm. So you might, you know, an advanced strategy is maybe you go into Google Analytics and you look at like your five top blog posts that people are visiting mm-hmm. and you go back to those blog posts and, you know, like say we're doing photography and Phil's got a great article on exposure and, you know, he gets a million views a month on that article. He could go back in and at the somewhere in that article or at the bottom or midway, maybe say, hey, if you enjoy this tutorial on exposure and want to learn more about photography, mm-hmm. then check out my photography masterclass. Yep. So, you know, think of different ways that you could actually insert your your course into things that you already have. Yeah, totally. That's a good sort of advanced strategy uh, that we all should be doing. Uh, the yes. next thing was this th- was posting a YouTube video. Now, this means that you'll have to have a YouTube channel to to be doing this. But again, it's just you might have an audience on YouTube that's not on your website or not on your email list. So putting a YouTube video out there announcing your course is good for those people. Now, you could just post the promo video that you have on Udemy. But oftentimes on Udemy, those sort of just salesy promo type videos don't work as well. And so a more advanced way to do this on YouTube and also on other social media platforms is to do specific videos to that audience. Mm-hmm. And that ends up working well for these videos too. Is like if you start out your video and you're saying, hey, YouTube or whatever it is, but you're talking directly to that platform, uh, that tends to work better. And you might, mm-hmm. it might be a little different than just the promo video. Or, or sometimes what I'll do is like I'll have a little intro. I'll say, hey, YouTube, I'm launching this new course. I wanted to let you know about it. And then I'll actually splice in the promo video. So I'll say, hey, check out the promo video. And then maybe afterwards, I'll add a few thoughts about it or tell people, again, why they should enroll or something like that. But you could do this for all of the different platforms as well, Facebook, Instagram, and make it specific. And nowadays, Instagram, I, I forget the limit of how long you could add videos on Instagram, but sometimes you have to edit these things so that they're different lengths for different platforms as well. So take that into account. Yeah. And and something else you can do with YouTube too is I like to try to think of what the platform is being used for. So if, if I'm going to YouTube, typically I'm not going to YouTube to search for photography masterclass. Yeah. That's not what I'm using YouTube for. I'm using YouTube to find specific information on uh, something I need to fix typically like right now. So uh, what I've done in the past is I've uploaded lectures, the the whole lecture of my courses mm-hmm. on YouTube before. Now, um, I'm talking specifically toward Udemy. I've mentioned this before. Always make sure you're checking out the rules and regulations. But Udemy will allow you to take some of your co- your lectures and videos and put them in other places. Mm-hmm. Now, what you can't do is you can't take a paid Udemy course and stick the whole thing for free on YouTube. That's against the rules. But you could take 10, 25% of those lectures and put them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would rename those lectures to the topic that it's talking about so it makes sense to the YouTube audience and then maybe do a link or a card or something of that nature that says if you're enjoying this lecture you can get a coupon or a discount to check out my class on Udemy or wherever you have it hosted. So back to the photography example if I had a lecture on exposure I would take that actual lecture put it on YouTube and say how to properly expose uh, a photo and then 
someone who is looking for that information types that in, they see that lecture pop up, and then they have a link for you to join your course. So that's another way, uh, ninja way for you to maybe try to get some traffic from YouTube. And it's worked for me before. So um, you can take your lectures and put them on YouTube also. Yeah. One thing that you can also do to take it to like an even next level, which I don't always do because I'm lazy sometimes, but is in those videos, ha- add like a little intro or something that clarifies, hey, like, this is what you're going to learn in this video. This is a free lesson from the the course. If you're interested, check it out. Uh, So that will help them know, like, one, A, they're getting a bonus. It's a free video that they can check out. And also, B, oh, this is part of a course, and there's a link below or whatever it is. Um, One, this has worked pretty well for me. Um, I also, instead of just... I have some things like that where I take lectures from the course and I have them as individual videos, but I've also taken like the first five videos of a course, packaged them, put them all in one video and I launch it on YouTube. Like uh, my bit, my most popular one is learn Adobe Premiere Pro one hour of free lessons. (laughs) And that's the title of the video. This right now is actually my most popular video on YouTube, which is pretty crazy. Uh, It's just kind of slowly increased in ranking for people wanting to learn Adobe Premiere Pro. And it has that keyword, learn Adobe Premiere Pro in it. And this video by itself has actually sold, I'm looking at the analytics, it's um, sold, let's see, on YouTube. It sold 78 times, or it's 78 people have gone from that video to the course and bought the course. Um, which is pretty cool from YouTube. And that's a that's actually a $10 coupon that I have on YouTube. So like I, we talked about in the last episode, you have to play your coupons to the different markets. And so on YouTube, I have it at $10 just as a way to get people introduced to me. And now I can promote other courses to that student um, on it once they're on Udemy. And this brings up a good point is that you should create separate coupon codes for different platforms. And when you launch your course, you should have separate promos or coupons. Even if it's the same price, create one that you use in your Udemy promo announcement, one for your email, one for your blog, one for your YouTube channel, one for Facebook, one for Twitter, etc., so that you can track how well they do. Um, one, for one reason, it can help you, you know, maybe cut out different areas. Like maybe it's not worth it for you to be putting it out on pinterest even though it, it you should just just in case but um it just helps you track and see what course launches do better what and what audiences you know respond better to those different coupon to those different launches yeah and you can you can do that in any of the websites like teachable or udemy you can go in and give it a name so i could call the coupon facebook and then when a sale comes through and i see that they use coupon facebook i know that that originated from facebook and you can even fine tune it a little more so you could say like youtube hyphen exposure and i know that that specific coupon got bought because someone watched the exposure video on youtube yeah um so let's let's talk a little bit real quick about social media Mm -hmm. uh social media is an interesting animal and i've changed my way of thinking about social media uh, as it's like i said about youtube trying to think about what that platform is being used for and your tip about using coupon codes works good as you said if i'm uh doing programming courses 
and I have coupons on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, and I see that I never get Pinterest, you know, sales, and I'm always getting, uh, you know, Facebook sales or Twitter sales, then you could refocus that attention. Um, but how do you go about doing your, your social media posts? Mm-hmm. How do you set them up? How do you write them? Are you mm-hmm. using any kind of automation? I know there's like Hootsuite and mm-hmm. uh, Meet Edgar and these other platforms that will auto gen or auto post for you. Uh, how, how do you use social media to your advantage? Well, I'll be the first to say that I don't make a lot of sales from social media, but I think having the sort of be everywhere approach when you launch a course is good so that if someone sees an email, if they're a subscriber, they get your email and maybe they say, oh, I'll think about that later. Well, most of those people are going to forget about it. But if later in the day they go onto Facebook and see, oh, yeah, Phil launched a course today. Let me go back to that email and check it out. And so that's just my idea and hope is that posting everywhere on a launch day, it will show up in all of these different channels and it will really kind of excite people and, and get them on one of these platforms to, to actually go through and purchase. In terms of what my posts look like, um, I've talked to people who I don't do a lot of uh, Facebook ads or Google ads or anything like that. Uh, so I don't know. I don't have a lot of advice on that. But I did interview someone who was really good with Facebook ads. And she was telling me that, you know, telling a story, actually longer posts do better. So instead of just like posting, hey, free uh, new course, check it out, buy it for $9. Tell a story through your social media posts, like talk about the benefits of the course, talk about what people will learn. Um, maybe instead of creating, just posting the course image or something like that as your social media post, um, create some sort of other extra graphics. Or like mm-hmm. if it was a photography course, what I'll do is, um, and over time on Instagram, I've posted like a series of graphics promoting my photo masterclass. And it's not just a graphic that says photo masterclass. It says, Learn landscape photography in the photography masterclass. Learn portrait photography. Learn nature photography. All the things that we cover in this class. Um, So just play around with graphics. And the other thing too is that is probably the best thing for social media is right now is live streaming. Going into your groups, going onto your pages or just on your personal profile and doing some sort of live stream um, either just talking about the the launch of your course you could have it set up as a Q&A and get people to ask questions about the course uh, something like that but I think that's kind of like the next level sort of bonus type of announcement you could do is to go on all these different social platforms and do uh, an actual live stream um, with yeah the the live streaming I would love to experiment more with that because Live streaming seems to take precedence right now over mm-hmm. other things on like Facebook. So I usually see live streaming pop up all the time because the, it seems like Facebook pushes that a little more. Yeah. And they are a great way to connect with the audience. It's a great way for them to see who you are and how knowledgeable you are on the subject. If you can show how, how smart you are about what you're teaching, you have a better chance of selling that course than someone who is just going to your landing page and reading a little bio of you. Um, So I think the live streaming is really cool. It's kind of like a mini webinar. Uh, You can go in there and you can really, uh, you don't have to hard sell people, but you can at least get get some exposure out there. And especially um, creating, like you said, a Facebook group 
around your topic of interest, building up that group and then being able to live stream them is probably going to be more impactful than just posting a link with a coupon code and saying, Mm -hmm. hey, check this out. Um, So I really like that idea. I think that's really cool. Yeah, another thing just to like I'm thinking of these other kind of bonus things that you could do is sending a message to friends and family and it could be a free coupon or it doesn't necessarily have to be. But um, sometimes like we separate our business life from our personal life. But people in your personal life might be interested in helping out in the topic itself. Uh, Over time, a lot of friends and family of mine have been interested in my photography courses. And so um, it's something I don't always do. But what I should be doing is when I launch a course, make sure that I you know, let them know that the course is live and, and probably give them a free coupon to, to enroll. And um, Udemy still, it's, they tell us as new instructors and they tell the new instructors, one of the ways you should get initial reviews is to send coupons or give your course to family and friends. It's this mm-hmm. really weird sort of on the line it's not really uh, cut and dry, like what the rule is. Like on one hand, they're like, no, you can't send coupon codes and ask people to, you know, review your course. But on the other hand, they tell people and new instructors, send your course, give your friends and family a free course and ask them to give an honest rating. So it's one of those initial things. If you're starting out, you should definitely consider is giving your coupon your courses to friends and family that you know will take the course and and leave an honest review of it um so that's another thing to do and don't be don't be afraid to think outside of the box um i know that uh i'm uh signed up with a app called meetup where you can have local meetups in your area and you could do like a meetup of your topic and have people come, you know, there, there's a meetup that meets with uh, programmers at a coffee house once a week here in my area. And, you know, I could hold a meetup like that once a week and people will find it. They could come. And then while they're there, I can talk to them. I can maybe give them a coupon or see if they're interested in the class. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that like, with online business, we get so bogged down with like trying to do everything online. We typically forget that there's like tons of people around us that we talk to on a day to day basis mm-hmm. uh, through your work, your friends, your family, having meetups or uh, seminars or little things, little classes. You could even host a little private class um, teaching some basics. So I could teach like a basic Photoshop class at the library. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as long as I'm not breaking any rules and figure out what those rules are, mm-hmm. you know, uh, give them a coupon to my my course and say, hey, if you want some more, more advanced stuff, check this out. So don't be afraid to experiment and try different ways of getting your course out there. You're just you're wanting to promote it, get your name out there, your course out there and uh, try to start driving students. Um, back in the day, enrollments were really big, uh, which is why the free couponing thing isn't as effective as it used to be, because now I think they look more at pri- uh paid purchases and mm-hmm. reviews. Mm-hmm. So you do want to try to get some some payments in as quick as possible. It shows the Udemy algorithm that, you know, hey, people are interested in your course. And then uh, the reviews, which we'll talk here in a minute about how important those are. Yeah. And one thing just to keep in mind is that this is going to the way how well your launch goes will depend on how big your audience is. And so be honest with yourself and know that if you're just starting out, you just launched a website, a YouTube channel, all these platforms, but you don't really have an audience, 
it's unlikely that you're going to make a lot of sales from your launch. This is going to take time, being consistent with it, growing your email list, growing your student account on Udemy for your promos, growing your YouTube channel. And the longer you stick with it, the the more successful each of your launches is going to be. If you're just started out and you're kind of overwhelmed with doing all of this, focus on one of the social media platforms. Focus on Facebook or if you're into more like artistic visual stuff, focus on Instagram. Uh, If it's more crafty DIY stuff, focus on Pinterest. Uh, Focus on one platform and grow your audience there. And as you create more courses and do more launches or relaunching your course, it's going to be more successful. So just to recap the things that you know, you should be doing every launch is send out a Udemy promo, an email to your own list, putting out that blog article on your website, adding the course to a course page on your website, putting out a YouTube video or several YouTube videos, um, including lessons and like a promo, putting out social media posts on all of your platforms, doing live streaming on all of your different social media platforms, and also sending out to friends and family. And that's a lot of stuff. And so if you don't do all of them, it's okay. But but I'm, I made this list to show you that this is kind of everything that I do whenever I launch a course. Mm-hmm. And throughout it all, the, the key is to, to get people excited to, um, to purchase right now. You don't want people to hesitate. You don't want people to wait. You want people to buy right now. Um, sometimes the incentive is to buy right now because the price is low. I found that on Udemy and with my promotions, that isn't as good of a reason as it used to be uh, because Udemy always discounts our courses. So because the course is $10 now or $15 now, and it, it doesn't incentivize someone to purchase the course. So I try to make other things, uh, do other things to get people to buy right now. Like having bonuses for people that enroll. Maybe we're going to do a live office hours in the next week or something, or whoever enrolls right now gets a bonus course. Or uh, what I did with the photography masterclass launch was we gave out prizes after we had like a 72 hour sale. And at the end of the first 72 hours, we, everyone who purchased was enrolled or got participated in the contest and we gave out a camera, a camera bag, a tripod and a bunch of cool stuff. And so that incentivized people to purchase right then and there. Um, and so trying to add some sort of bonus or something to incentivize people to enroll right then is a good, is a good idea too. Yeah. And, uh, just to, uh, uh, have a disclosure. Uh, I bought your course, Phil, in hopes to winning that camera. <laughs> I mean, but no, I mean, seriously, because it's a, it's an awesome course. It's packed full of content. And then you get an email that says, if you buy now, you have a chance to win an awesome camera, a camera mm-hmm. bag, lighting setup or whatever. I'm like, 10, 15 bucks. And I have a chance of winning this amazing camera. Why not? So, I mean, that incentivized me uh, to go ahead and purchase one of your courses. (laughs) So I I have been paying attention to that stuff. I think that that's a great idea to do any type of bonuses or contests or specials or freebies, or like you said, uh, uh, sign up now within the Mm -hmm. next, you know, seven days and I'll give you a free 15 minute coaching call or 30 Mm -hmm. minute coaching call. Or uh, if it's something like an art class, sign up now and I'll take a look at your design and give you a critique. Um, something of, the, of that I think 
those work really well because people are feel like they're getting an added bonus on top of the course material and it's setting you apart from your competition if we both have a uh, photoshop course that's eight hours long we're both great instructors and the person is sitting there and can't decide you know which one they're both ten dollars which one am i gonna buy but phil's got all these extra bonuses and and things that he's doing uh why would they not buy from him because they're getting more value for that money so yeah. uh excitement is key in getting that uh student pumped up to want to buy your course um so we have, you know, launch day, you want to have, make sure you have your course put together. Everything looks good. You have your copy, you hit the publish button. It's live. You send out all the, all your promos. Um, you've added all these things to your blog article, your YouTube video and what have you. And you got to be diligent. You got to keep doing these things. It's, it's not typically just a one-time thing either where you're just going to put up a, a one YouTube video and then hope for the best. Uh, you want to be engaging with your audience, talking to them, seeing what they like about the course, you know, updating it later on. Um, but after all those things, what are some other post-launch strategies um, or things that you need to be concerned of when you publish your course? Well, the first thing I'll say is that um, it's good to plan to have multiple announcements for a course launch whether it's your email or your through Udemy's promotions. And that always works well for me. Uh, and I see a lot of people launch a course, send one promo announcement, and then that's done. They're done. But you can make so many more sales from sending a follow-up email just because people forget or they're busy and they don't buy. And that second email, it's like a reminder to them to 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 make that purchase and every time i send that second email i'm always surprised at how many people actually buy the course i think we talked about the numbers in a previous episode but i went through the numbers of the sales i made on my photography masterclass on like the i actually sent three announcements udemy announcements for that launch i sort of timed it at the end of a uh, of a month so i could send three announcements um two in one month one in the next month and i made Actually, I don't know if it was with us. I think it was, I was doing an interview with uh, Dave Espino. Um, but I made more sales, I think the last day than I did the first day, or it was like right around the same amount. And so sending up a follow announcement is a good idea to plan out. And between those, it's a good idea to try to get as many reviews as you can. And so, uh, I mean, there's lots of ways you can try to get reviews. Um, one way is just in the court, like when people sign up on Udemy or off of Udemy, you can reach out to people who have purchased your course and like ask them how it's going and ask them to leave a review. And the goal is that you can use these reviews in your emails or in your announcements. We'll talk more about promo announcement strategy in the next episode in more detail, but having those testimonials in the actual announcement is really good for social proof. Um, and, and just, um, the, you know, just in general, after you launch a course, it's not, it's not over. The goal is to get your, your next goal is to rank your course as high as possible. And so on Udemy, at least the best strategy to do that is getting good reviews. And so following up with people, 
um, making sure that you're updating the course, especially like in those first few weeks, you're going to learn if there were any major mistakes in your course or not. So pay attention to those, any reviews that do come in and make changes, make updates and, um, yeah, just try to get as many good reviews as possible. Yeah, that's um, yeah. really, really important. At the beginning, I talked about, you know, what does someone who's brand new coming out of the gate do? And getting uh, reviews, especially your first five reviews, because you're when you, I think when you get five, it automatically starts ranking you, um, is really important on the Udemy platform. So if you don't have an email list and you don't have a Udemy course of students you can promote to, and you basically don't have any audience to talk to, uh, if you just launch a course and cross your fingers, you are going to have a very tough time. So one of the first things you'll want to do is get five reviews, and you, uh, again, need to follow the rules. Don't be giving out free coupons for reviews or, or giving away Asking something for, for five-star reviews. Star reviews. Yeah. That, that's totally against the rules. But if you can try to get um, you know, people to leave you those reviews, that's what's going to help propel you forward and then start ranking your course. And uh, Udemy is now using reviews as a major factor for rankings. So mm-hmm. when you see the best courses out there, typically it's the highest ranked courses with the most reviews. So it's very important to, to try to focus on making your course the best, um, making any improvements when people uh, review your course, making the those changes so it reflects that and also providing good content throughout your course on the Udemy platform they will prompt for reviews and so you want to make sure that you know your course is uh, not boring or it's got good enough quality that when they're going through the course and a review pops up and prompts them hey what do you think about this course they're excited to leave a review and talk about how good that course is yeah now this uh, this whole kind of episode is geared towards if you're launching a Udemy course a lot of it is going to be similar if you are self-hosting your courses and launching your own course on your own platform some of the differences that i would say would be with your email sequencing Um, you might want to send out a sequence of three to five emails not just all promoting um, and pitching the course but educating and sending out maybe one announcement for the launch of the course and then in between using those emails more as educational or testimonial to talk about um, you know, what you'll actually learn, maybe giving away some tips, having a video, doing like a series of videos that you launch, um, a three-part video series that you send out. Again, educating and, and entertaining, but not just selling. Um, but I think that's also something we can probably hopefully dive a little bit deeper in a future episode about sales funnels and things like that um, which will probably happen in the next season and I know there's a lot more I want to dive into with the specifics of how you write your emails and promo announcements but I'm going to hold off until next episode which is going to come out next week and so uh, we'll talk more about that then but hopefully this episode was really just a good sort of list as always I recommend you to recommend that you follow instructors who you aspire to be like. If that's Jeremy or I, follow us on our cha- on our YouTube channel, on Facebook, subscribe to our email list, purchase a course of ours and see what we do when we launch a new course and kind of use that as inspiration. Um, that's mm-hmm. one of the best ways you can kind of learn what's, what's working, what's might not be working too. That's right. Any last thoughts, Jer? 
No, just uh, if we missed anything that you can think of or you want to add to this conversation, go check out the Facebook group, um, Online Course Masters, or go to onlinecoursemasters.com and click on the community tab. It'll take you to the Facebook group and you will be able to hop in there and tell us what you think. Or if you have any questions about launch day strategies, we can answer them for you. Sounds good. Thanks everyone for watching, for listening. Have a great day and good luck with any of your future launches. Talk soon. Take care.